Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of people here in the good old-fashioned Midwest. I'm JD, your host for the evening, along with my lovely wife, Carmen. Hi. Hey, baby. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great, thank you very much. And we are missing one this evening. Our intern, Corinne, could not make it to the show tonight, but she's here in spirit. <laughs> she is. Her, uh, she took off her bra <laughs> at one point in time, and we found it somewhere down here in the bar <laughs> yeah i decided to hang it up just like a coyote ugly that's how cool it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you tried to explain in that one i'm like where did this bra come from because it sure as shit doesn't fit me <laughs> yeah I'm like, no, i don't know it's not mine <laughs> i didn't do it did too and that brings up a good point because tonight's show we're gonna talk about a few different topics and the first one we're gonna jump into is Infidelity. <laughs> Cheating on your significant other. It's not cool, but it does happen, so we wanted to kind of explore the reasons behind it and maybe how to prevent it. Okay. Because that's, of course, the ultimate goal in any relationship. Right. Um, reading through Psychology Today, which is one of my favorite websites, by the <laughs> way, just a, a very viable source. They give a lot of different reasons on why people stray. Uh, the first one would be individual reasons. Gender plays a big part in it. Really? I hate to say it, but men are way more likely to cheat than women. Oh, dirty bastards. Uh, largely because men have more testosterone, which is responsible for the strong desire to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Sorry, but yes, I'll agree with that. Uh, Personality-wise, those who have a less conscience... A less conscientious... I don't, am I saying that right? Probably not. Uh, less agreeable personalities. They're more likely than people are high on these traits to commit infidelity. So the lower your conscious level, mm -hmm. the more you're likely to cheat. Right. Or the high, if you're a more agreeable person, the less likely you are to cheat. So if you're hmm. standoffish and negative, that can play a part into that. Interesting. Religiosity. Wow, I think I actually hit that one, right? Uh, political <laughs> orientation. Political? Very religious people and those with a conservative political orientation are less likely than others to commit infidelity. Well, the conservativeness, I can understand that. Yeah. It's more rigid family values kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And religious, obviously, same thing. Uh, there are strong ties to monogamy in most religions. So, yeah, if you're a very religious person, you would uh, have a harder time going down that road. Right. Unless you're a hypocrite. <laughs> Which... Speaking of politics, I'm sorry, <laughs> had to go there. Uh, relationship reasons are also uh, some of the reasons people cheat. People will find characteristics about their relationship itself that are unsatisfying. For these people, becoming involved in a well-matched partnership diminishes or eliminates their desire to cheat. So the old phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater, doesn't necessarily hold true for this group of people. So... If you go out there and you find your soulmate, but you were a cheater in the past, it may reform you. I can attest to that. 
<laughs> oh, we're going to get into that a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can. I hope. Yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. Just checking. So, yes, the more satisfying and the more fulfilled you are in your relationship, the less likely you are to cheat. The Makes sense. The final reason on the list is probably, probably the scariest. What's that? The most unsettling. And that is simply situational reasons. What do you mean by that? A person might have a might not be prone to cheating, might have a perfectly happy relationship, but something about their environment puts them at risk for infidelity. How I am baffled on that. <laughs> I couldn't even get the words out. Um, well, I would think um, you know they get in a perfect situation where. All right, I'm just going to use a guy because that's my point of view. Okay. Older guy, he's at a bar with friends, had a few drinks. Beautiful young girl comes and starts hitting on him. Flattery kicks in. Flattery, the ego, all of a sudden, the situation turns for the worse. Okay, that so, I... I can understand that. So, I, yes. I don't like it, but I can understand that it. That would be a situational reason for cheating uh, so that like i said it's the scariest one it's the most unnerving because that one can happen to anybody mm-hmm. it really can so you gotta be careful right um how can you protect your relationship talk 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 <laughs> sorry but that's the uh, the best way communicate exactly the more you talk the better you are and hopefully if you're in a marriage you figured all this out before you actually tied the knot Um, So you are in that nice, perfect, fulfilling relationship. But I don't know as if any marriage right from the start is ever a perfect, fulfilling relationship right from the start. You have to you have to work at it. Well, absolutely. Any relationship you have to work at them. You have to try. You have to put in the effort. Right. You have to listen to the other person. That's that's a big thing. Right. Um, So, yeah, there is a lot of work that goes into any relationship. But, yeah, like I said, Hopefully you are, if you're in that marriage, you're in that perfect marriage and you don't have that reason to stray. Right. Um, I feel comfortable in our marriage that if anything like that ever came up, we could sit down and talk about it prior to anything happening. Oh, yeah. And work out a way to fix it. Yeah, you'd probably say, can I watch? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends. So, yeah, I mean, we, we just have that those open lines of communication, and we are unafraid of any topic, basically, when we talk to each other. Hello, have you guys heard our conversations? Yeah, you, you listen to the show. You know what's going on here. So uh, that's, that's really, for me, that's a relief, because I actually, in the past, have been cheated on. Uh, I went through that with a, a very serious relationship. It was not a marriage, but it was a relationship, and found out at the end she had been cheating on me the whole time and she ended up marrying the guy she was cheating with so it's not a good feeling right it sucks and it took me a long time to get over that and to trust um was it hard for you to trust me absolutely of course it was (laughs) even though we moved so quickly we did we moved quickly but it was uh, the trust factor was was difficult for me but that's just because of past experiences right well, good thing I overcame that for you. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I think part of that, too, goes into uh, when we initially started talking about swinging, uh, having those discussions. In my mind, that was the perfect solution. Right. She'll never cheat on me because I'm allowing it. 
<laughs> exactly. Right. Which, you know, you probably still have your swingers that probably do still cheat. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. We're going to talk not so much about swinging, but polyamory, which is a very fascinating topic to me all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> uh, just because I've done the research on it, it's really kind of blowing my mind. I don't entirely understand it. <laughs> but uh, we're open-minded people that we will try to understand it. Yes. Um, and yeah, and, and in those situations, even with free love and, and open marriages, people still cheat. Um, that does bring up a good point, though. What is the solid definition of cheating? Good question, because there are there's different levels. Are you talking um, emotional infidelity? Absolutely. Um, you know, oh, it was just a blowjob. No, it wasn't just a blowjob. You still had sex. Right be it oral or anything, I, I do think there's different... Some people would even define it as not even sex. Is it the texting relationship you have with a coworker that you don't show your significant other? Right. Is it a, a Facebook thing where you're talking to somebody, but you don't disclose that to... You're not necessarily hiding it, but you're not being very forthcoming and honest with it either, it, it, and it could cross some lines. It could. It It's different for everyone, I think. You have to define those roles within your relationship and decide what what is cheating and what isn't. I can remember, (laughs) it's really funny, we talk about swinging and and seeing Carmen have sex with other people uh, and all that, as long as we were doing it together, it never bothered me. One of the times I got the most pissed off at you was early on in our marriage. Oh, You were at a work function. And you slow danced with another guy. That did really bother you. Oh, it bugged the shit out of me. (laughs) That did bother you. Yep. And I apologize profusely. And to me, that was, that's intimacy. That's, sex isn't, I mean, it is, but it isn't so much, because I'm a guy, you can separate sex and love. Uh, Sex is just sex, but slow dancing, that's, that's intimate. And right. that, that bugged me. And we, yeah, we had a long conversation about that one. We did. And I have never slow danced with another person other than my father. <laughs> well, yeah. Because that doesn't count since. So there, there's a level of respect. And even, you know, in the day and age of cell phones, I have a, a lock with fingerprints on my phone because it lays on my desk sometimes at work. And I don't right. want people picking it up and, and going through my phone. So... You have access to my phone. You know my password. You Your fingerprints are input into my phone, so you can open it at any time. And I, like a dumbass, don't have a password on my phone. <laughs> so if I ever lose it, you guys are going to get some great pictures. <laughs> <laughs> right? You have your work phone that is password protected, but, but I know the password yeah, to it. I know, and that's my work phone. There's nothing on there except customers anyway. So, uh, But I also have my personal phone, and I do not do not keep a password on that. I've never understood that, the whole, and maybe it's just a generational thing because we didn't grow up with cell phones. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't, didn't conduct ourselves in those manners. But there are the couples out there that have their own two distinct phones. They are never allowed to go into each other's. And to me, I don't know why. Yeah, You look at my phone all day. I don't care. You know, and it, it's kind of one of those things that I don't go through your wallet, really. And you don't go through my purse, right. really. But if you needed to, okay. But at the same time, if you if I go to your purse to get something, uh, you know, if I don't have my wallet and I need your credit card or something, or I want to stick a gum, you don't freak out if I open your purse. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, no. what are you doing? Get out of there. It's mine. Might get mad that you know. <laughs> 
didn't put it back in the right place. I stole your card. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't put it back, and then I go to use it the next day, and I don't have my credit card. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you can walk. (laughs) Then I might be cursing you. So, yeah, there, there's different levels on everything, and I think you just have to define it for yourselves um, in a relationship. What constitutes cheating and what is okay? Right. And you'll learn those different things throughout the course of any relationship, um, but it's a good good conversation to have, too, especially in the beginning. It doesn't hurt to ask. Right. What do you constitute as cheating? Yeah. I mean, if I go out after work with some friends from work and have a few beers and have a few laughs, is that cheating? I don't think so. No. But, you know, we've always, pretty much in our relationship, we don't go out without the other. We don't, yeah. we don't typically go out for a girl's night or a guy's night. We go as a couple. Yeah, I mean, we've done it a few times, but very rarely. Very rarely, you know, in the, the case of a bachelorette party or a bachelor party. But it's not very common for us. And I think with doing that, it eliminates that doubt. Right. But And it's not like we're constantly stuck up each other's ass. No. I mean, but if you're going to go to a bar, we've just always done it together. Absolutely. And just haven't had a reason not to, I guess. Um, Guys, tip of the week, find yourself a girl who will go to a strip club with you because then you don't have to leave her home with the guys. (laughs) Right. Right. And um, find a lady that can play poker. Yes, that helps. It helps because... <laughs> she goes to poker night with us. I do. And actually, the guys invite me to go po- to poker night. So she, she curses worse than most of them, so... <laughs> Fuckers. Fits <laughs> <laughs> right in. So, uh, I guess uh, I told my personal story a little bit about being cheated on. I have never been on the other end of it. Um, I just haven't had a, <laughs> a need in that situation. However, my lovely wife, Carmen, has... I did. Yes. And it's not something I'm proud of. It happened one time. I was married to my ex-husband. Right. It wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good relationship. Um, It was right at the end where um, it was just bad. He was bipolar and I was on medication because he made me crazy and it was just one of those things where, you know what, this person made me feel like I didn't have to walk on eggshells. Right. And so I actually did the deed and felt horrible about it. And it was probably within six months my marriage was over. Yeah. So, so- it, it was my dawning relationship of don't cheat, get out. And... Unfortunately, I cheated before I got out. So at that point, the the marriage was probably over anyway. It was. Yeah. I mean, I'm not defending in any way because uh, I still don't think cheating is is okay. And I don't either. It was was probably a lot of combinations of things for you. It was a a bad marriage. It was a situational thing. It was uh, just kind of happened. Exactly. It was a lot of different things for me, and it was... It was just rough. All right. So I appreciate you sharing that story with us. Hopefully some folks are learning some stuff out there. And yeah, and hopefully nobody thinks too poorly of me. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> You're America's sweetheart. You and Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be sweet. <laughs> hey, uh, coming up, we're going we're gonna to kick off the downer train here and get on to a, a more fun topic. Yes. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about polyamory and free love. 
so to speak. We're going to get to that next. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you over 40 and just don't have the zing in your step anymore? Are things falling flat in the bedroom? Then you need Explosion XP. Get some today. Explosion XP is not approved by anyone and may cause side effects including headaches, muscle aches, tooth discoloration, decaying fingernails, hair loss, hair growth, temporary blindness, permanent halitosis, growing additional limbs, pregnancy, engorged hemorrhoids, fetal alcohol syndrome, frostbite, penile leakage, homicidal thoughts, vaginal dryness, sudden death of your dog, losing 100 points on your credit score, apparitions haunting you, voices telling you to run for president, explosive diarrhea, meth addiction, bleeding nipples, and canine diabetes. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. I'm here, JD, along with my lovely wife, Carmen, and no Corinne tonight. She is taking the night off, so it's just us, which means... You're naked. I got to be naked. <laughs> hey, we should talk about this, too. We didn't really get into our weekend review. What the hell, Carmen? Sorry. You go 40-some years with never touching another breast, and now since we've started this show, you fondled two separate women. Hey. And I haven't been present for either one of them. They were learning experience. I was teaching somebody the joys of nipple clamps. It's not like I was playing with them. Don't care. Still wanted to be there. No. <laughs> so, yeah, Carmen got to play with some titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was about the extent of our whole... Um... They looked big, too. Were they big? Yeah. Nice. Which is really good for nipple clamps, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because as you have bigger boobs, you don't have as much sensitivity <laughs> so nipple clamps are actually they help so yes we had a little uh, get together at our house and uh she was showing off her nipple clamps to some ladies and one of them wanted to try them on so she took her in the bedroom and put them on her <laughs> god bless my wife <laughs> hey i'm here to help anybody <laughs> so, always the teacher right yeah Here's how you do it step one <laughs> release the booby step two clamp the booby <laughs> yes i played with a booby all right we are talking now about polyamory uh this is a cool topic because we have really started doing a little research on this we've watched some shows on it done some reading it's an interesting strange trip <laughs> we quickly realized it is not for us yeah no not not in the least bit um one of the big draws for swinging couples is the lack of drama. You will see that often in posts, in their ads. We don't want any drama. We just want to have fun and, and be sexual and move on with our lives. Basically hit it and quit it. Now, I would say the exact opposite is true for polyamorous oh couples. <laughs> we started watching the... It was Showtime, isn't it? I don't know what show what channel it's on. It's called Polyamory. Right. I think it's a Showtime show. It's a show. Rea reality show. It's a reality and show. And who knows how much of it's actually real. Yeah. Because it is a reality show. <laughs> right. I roll, as I just saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it follows uh, two sets of polyamorists. One is a what they call a triad. There's three of them, two, guy, or two girls and a guy. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is a foursome. So it's two couples. Right. And they... All live together. You know, before we get to this, uh, folks, if you if you have never heard the term polyamory, if you don't know what we're talking about, what it is, 
is it's defined, you know, poly is multiple and amory is amor, love. It's basically, they call it love without limits. So two people can be in love. Five people can all be in love. Tw- they, 20 people, I guess. <laughs> right. They, they call it pods. Yep. And they all share in this group love. And even if the men aren't, homosexual or bisexual they still fall deeply in love with each other right it is uh yeah like i said love without limits is the way they describe it i would argue that point (laughs) just from what we've seen oh there's tons of limits on this (laughs) um and and i think you know i i I don't want to be a a naysayer here but i think there has to be Mm -hmm. um anytime you're bringing more than two people together like that there has to be rules what you can and cannot do and and that goes with what we were just talking about. You know, they define, too, what is cheating and what is not. Um, the one couple we were watching, there was it was two couples, and they moved into basically a guest house. There was a, the, the one couple lives in the main house, and then the other couple lives in the, the guest house out back. So they're all basically living together. But the the only rule they had was that the husband had to go home and sleep with the wife at night. Otherwise, he was free to do whatever he wanted with the other people. And he fucked up and couldn't follow that one simple rule. Right. So, yeah. In essence, he cheated on her. Right. And the other thing that we were watching on there was, you know, the the one guy had a relationship with a girl outside of this pod. And the other couple had also had a relationship with this girl. But the guy screwed up and there was some untruths going on and the one wife didn't want her at the party yeah she didn't feel comfortable with her didn't want her there but because the other three did did they made her feel bad for not and she ended up having to suffer through and have her there right it's a very weird dynamic because anybody that's in a relationship knows that there are struggles there are struggles between two people um, but you're generally able to work those out. Now try and work out those same struggles three ways, four ways. Ten ways. Yeah. It's, right. it's an unbelievable amount of feelings and emotions and just uh, everything that comes with a relationship, you know, quadrupled. <laughs> right. And they actually use the word monogamy as a negative. Um you know, when they were trying to talk to this woman about not liking the other woman, they actually told her, well, that's very monogamous of you. You're being very monogamous. Right. <laughs> and it made her feel so bad that she ended up letting them have their way. Right. The one thing, you know, watching this show, and I, I'm sorry, I'm basing a lot of this on this show because it's the only you know, aspect we have to see into these lives a little bit. Um, other than just reading articles and stuff on it. Uh, the one thing, I, I made the comment to you that these people just seem to, it seems almost like they're mistaking sex for love. Right. To a certain point. Right. Now, that's these couples. I'm not saying that all polyamorous couples are that way, but these these particular couples, they just seem that it's all about the sex of all the people together, not necessarily the love. Right. They definitely do a lot of sex. Um, and 
it could just because it's a, it's a showtime thing, but they it's it does seem to revolve all about sex. Well, I love this person because we're so sexually compatible. Right. You hear that a lot. Well, <coughs> I can love somebody without it being all about sex. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think you mentioned earlier that that's how that's kind of where the guys fall into things. Um, you know, if if they're not into other guys, but they still can fall in love with another guy. Right. Just not the sexual component. Right. And, you know, the the one scene was basically they're double teaming her and their peepees were rubbing up against each other. <laughs> well, you know, that happens in a threesome. <laughs> so there has to be some level. What of, was her comment? Something about. It, it's like two dicks melding into one the, glorious dick. No, one mega dick or one something. One mega dick. Or, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But, you know, there has to be some level of. You have to be comfortable with the same sex in order to have your junk rubbing up against someone else's junk. Right. You watch a lot of uh, TLC. I do. There's a show on there even called Sister Wives. I've never watched that one. Which is a little different. Um, I guess it's still technically polyamory, but it's more polygamy, right? It is polygamy because they are all technically married. So they must live in Utah. They do live in Utah. I think it's still legal there. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yep. So there is a difference between polyamory and polygamy. Polygamy is only legal still in Utah, right? And it's where all parties are married, and it's a very religious thing, right? Well, yeah, I mean for that sect, I guess yes, you are correct. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so they are all married. And one guy, the rest are women, but they are not having the group sex. Oh, that's true. Yeah, generally they he, he will sleep with one wife or the other, but not both at the same time, generally. Right. And, you know, sometimes these men have ten wives. Right. So there's a lot of them. <laughs> and there's a lot of chitlins running around. <laughs> Lots of babies. When you have 10 wives, you're going to have lots of pregnancies. <laughs> Anytime you're talking about this stuff and you're taking it to a next level beyond just the sex of it, and you're like polyamory, you're talking about love, polygamy, you're talking about marriage, uh, there just seems to come a whole lot more drama. Yes. And I cannot handle that much drama. Well, and like I said before, it's just that there's that many more personalities in the mix. There's that many more feelings to get hurt there's that many hearts to get broken jealousy is a huge part of this well and we even talked about it you know having another couple or another person live here wouldn't go over very well no we like our quiet time we like our quiet we like um you know of course when we had kids i could boss them around but you know when you have another grown adult here you can't say bitch go wash your dish yeah, we saw some of that on the show, too, and it's, yeah, if somebody's a slob <laughs> and you're not, you're a neat freak, now you've got a whole other set of problems. Right. So we were talking about that, and that definitely would not work out well for us. No. But now there's, so we've talked about polygamy, we've talked about swinging, what about bigamy? 
So the whole I have a second family thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's little uh that definitely is on the cheating side of things. Yeah, that's the whole dick move. <laughs> yes, the uh the I married to I don't know how they pull it off to be honest with you. I don't either. I don't know how I you, couldn't keep my days straight. How a guy can can have two complete separate families and and not get caught for a However, eventually they probably all get caught. But if you can pull it off for five years or something, how do they do it? Oh, my gosh. They have to travel a lot for work right. or something. But, I mean, even it, it definitely has to be kind of a, a guy thing because a, a girl can't come home and go, oh, yeah, I have another family because, uh, hello, you'd notice she was pregnant. <laughs> well, and in this day and age, too, I got, it's got to be getting even harder for them because everything is electronic now. Um, in the old days, you know, a, a gentleman could get his paycheck and go cash it to the bank and then lie to wife A about how much he makes or why, lie to wife B. And that's why he's only bringing home half of the paycheck. Right. But now everything's online. It's all electronic. Yep. <laughs> Everything is pretty much direct deposit. So now they have to have a secret bank account somewhere or some way to do that, I suppose. Think about the tax nightmare. I mean, how do you do your taxes at the end of the year? Well, these guys are, I mean, they're not legally married anyway because it is illegal. No, but, I mean, your W-2 is going to reflect your, your wage difference. Right. Yeah, well, they just have to marry someone who has no desire to see a W-2, I guess. <laughs> I am not that person. <laughs> no, you do our taxes. Thank I God. do your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just I don't know how they pull it off. It's, it's amazing to me. Yeah, and that has to be... Not only the ultimate betrayal for the wife, but oh, the think about the kids. kids. Oh, yeah, my gosh. To part. find out. And, you know, what if they didn't find out for, you know, until they were like 25? What if they actually accidentally slept with their brother? Eh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even know it. But here you you're, you could have had a relationship with your sibling. I feel a Joe Dirt reference coming on. You're yeah, my, my sister. sister. You're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, the kids are obviously the ones that hurt the worst in that. And we talked about this, too, in that show, the polyamory show, the two uh, couples that live together. One of the couples actually has what? Eight-year-old, nine-year-old son, something. No, like that? he's younger than that. You he's think like he's younger? five. Okay. And they, he doesn't get shown on camera a lot, thank God. But um, yeah, that kid's living in that uh, environment and being raised that way, so it's interesting. And I I don't know if it's a bad thing, but how do you explain it? Yeah, that's you know once he gets to school, especially like junior high age, and then it gets very difficult all of a sudden. Right, and I, I guess it's no different than, you know, saying I have two mommies or I have two daddies right. or, you know, my mom and my dad are divorced and I, I they're both married again. Probably no different, but they all live in the same house. So, you know, they, does he see them all kissing on each other? Society has come a long way. I think, though, that in this situation, it may even be that gay and lesbian may be even more accepted than polyamory. I can agree with that. I think it has. I mean, that's just where I see society has evolved to. I I think people probably would look at polyamory at this point and still not understand it. Right. Whereas I think we are, we are gaining, we're getting more understanding and acceptance of gay and lesbian. We're not there yet, folks. We got a long way to go. 
but we are more accepting of it. I think that uh, for polyamory, it's still on that, what is this? We don't know. It, it's it's weird and it scares us, so we're going to hate it. Right, <laughs> which is always a bad thing. But it's history. It's different. It's not right. We hate it. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, try to have a little bit of an open mind and Please. some understanding. And you know what? It's going on beto- behind their bedroom doors, not yours. Exactly. So we talked about all these things that kind of involve multiple people, and we talked a little bit about cheating. So I want to ask you, I mentioned earlier in the show about my thoughts on swinging and that being a way to prevent cheating. Do you think that's true? I don't. Okay. Why not? Because sometimes I think even though you have those permissions, sometimes for some people, it's still the thrill of getting caught. Hmm. You know, we didn't discuss that. It very well. That very well could be a motivator for a lot of people. It could be. It's the thrill, the the seek, the hunt. Exactly. So to speak. Right. So if if you're taking that thrill and that hunt away because you're doing it together, well, you know, it's probably for some that exact reason. Very interesting thought. I like that. I think you're onto something there, Doc Doctor Carmen. I'm smart once in a while. (laughs) We are going to step aside and take a break. We will be right back with more Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois is always looking for new partnerships. If you have a product or service that you think our listeners would enjoy, email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, sum at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and possibly help each other out. Email us today. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We are going to go into girl time, girl talk now, and um, since I don't have my normal partner in crime, JD has tucked his junk, has a mangina, and he's going to be my bitch. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Sorry, I can't alter my voice to go, hi. <laughs> That'll hurt too much. <laughs> he's not a very pretty girl. <laughs> However, if you want to come over here and grab my nuts, maybe that'll increase my voice level. Right, or make them a little harder. <laughs> Okay, so um, what we're going to talk about is doing the um, prevention of, well, maybe not prevention, but how can you maybe curb your partner's desire to cheat? Okay. Why does it happen? Well, one of the reasons is, in my mind, is because after you've been married for so long, you let yourself go. Sure. Make sense? Absolutely. You're, you're focused People on... People get comfortable. They... Well, and life takes over, you know, especially when you have kids and you're running mm-hmm. to eight practices a week. And, well, it's just as easy to go to Taco Bell as it is to go and cook something. So let's just go get fast food. <laughs> right. So now, you know, not saying that weight is an issue, but for some people it is an issue. Um, now you're 300 pounds heavier your hair looks like you haven't washed it in a month. You know, you no longer shave your legs. Your bush is out of control. <laughs> and and then you're wondering why your partner has strayed. Right. Keep your shit under control. Yes, definitely. Put a little effort into it. Put effort, you know, just like we say you got to work on your marriage, you, st- you still have to work on yourself, too. Right. You have to at least try to make yourself feel good and look good for your partner. Treat everything like you're still dating. And in the bedroom realm of things, both sides try to keep it interesting. That's oh. why that's why we're doing this show. 
hopefully giving you some ideas. Right. Try something new. Try something Spice different. Spice it up. Right. Um, I hate, I, I really honestly, and I'm just saying this for me, I hate the, the people out there that say you have to schedule a date night once a week. It drives me no. nuts. You know why? Because part of the thing that kills romance is the lack of spontaneity. And if you're scheduling your dates a week in advance, that is not spontaneous at all. <laughs> no. Now, if you are making a special plan a, a week or so in advance, that's different. But if you're going every Saturday night is going to be date night and every Saturday night we're going to have sex, it becomes a chore. And monotonous. Very monotonous. Right. So have a little fun. Be spontaneous and enjoy your partner. You know what? Put the kids to get bed, light a couple of candles, and eat a dinner in your bedroom. Just small things like that. Right. Keep it interesting. Yep. And we actually, we kind of did schedule things a little bit when the kids were younger. Mostly with the bigger trips, though. It was the, the overnight stays and such. Yeah, but we would actually, after the kids maybe were kind of not necessarily asleep, but they were just having their quiet times, we would actually just go into our room and have a conversation. Right. You still have to have adult time, even though you have the kids. Right. So we would just say, you know what? We're just going to, at this time, we're just going to go and have our talk. And that's fine. Absolutely. Some nights it happened, some nights it didn't. And again, I, I know I harp, but communication. Yeah. A ask your partner why they're not interested in you anymore. Ask them what's going on. Talk to them about it and find a solution. Right, and sometimes it may not be you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, life, work. Um, maybe they're not comfortable with their own body anymore. Right. We actually went through that for a little bit. It wasn't you. It was totally me. Right. I was exhausted, and I felt like crap. <laughs> yep, it happens. I, it's just it's the, the perils of life. So uh, before anything gets too bad and they wander out the door to somebody else, have those conversations. Talk to them. So... Um, I don't really have a joke for you. I I'm do. Sorry. I got you, one. I got you one. You do? Can I tell my my joke? It's funny. Okay, Spanky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my joke now. <laughs> All right, so a guy goes into a doctor, or I'm sorry, ooh, girl goes into a doctor's office. She's, uh, she's like, Doc, I got this horrible rash I need you to help me out with. And he goes, all right, let me see it. So she whips off her shirt, and uh, on, her, on her chest, there's a big rash in the shape of an O. And the doctor's thinking, he's like, I, I don't know what's going on here. It's a giant O. He's going, can you think of anything you've done differently over the, the past week or so? She's, no, I haven't eaten anything weird. I, I'm not taking any medications. She says, you know, my boyfriend, when we make love, he likes to wear his college sweatshirt. The doctor goes, oh, okay. Where, where did he go to school? Oh, he went to Ohio State. Ah, there's, there's the problem. So he gives her some cream, sends her on her way. Uh, a couple days later, another girl comes into the office. Doc, I don't know what's going on. I've, I've got this rash, and I don't know what's happening. And the doctor says, okay, well, let me see it, and we'll, we'll figure something out. So she whips off her shirt, and there's a giant T on her chest. And the doctor goes, ah, I think I know what's going on here. Uh, when you make love to your boyfriend, does, does he wear a college sweatshirt? Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, where do you go to school at? Well, he went to Texas. Okay, okay, that explains it. It's just, you know, it's rubbing, it's causing this rash. So here's some cream going your way. So... Another girl comes in, and she's like, oh, my God, doctor, I've got this rash, and I, I, I got to get it fixed. I don't know what's going on. 
All right, let me see it. So she whips off her shirt, and she's got a giant W on her chest. And the doctor goes, all right, I know what's going on here. Your boyfriend likes to wear his college sweatshirt when you guys make love, and he goes to Wisconsin. And she looks at him and goes, no, but my girlfriend goes to Michigan. <laughs> it's a lesbian 69 joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> I'll, uh, in keeping with the, the true tradition of girl talk, do you have any naked men you want to talk about? Well, I'm sitting across from one. Do you count? Sure. All right. <laughs> I get to be the naked celebrity this week? You are. You are my naked celebrity of the week. Since awesome. I don't get to have you naked during the show much. Kind of gave me a little chubby there. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to step aside and take a break. Thanks for joining us for Girl Talk. Thanks for your mangina. <laughs> we'll be back right after these words. Hey, gang, JD here from Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the air bringing you a frank, honest, and explicit discussion of sex from a small-town, middle-America point of view. We're thrilled that you've joined our little threesome on this journey, and we want to know what's on your mind. What do you want to hear about? What turns you on? What turns you off? Email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page, Midwest Menage a Trois. Again, that email is midwestthreesome, and that's Midwest, the number three, some, at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at Midwest Menage a Trois. Can't wait to hear from you. Keep listening, tell your friends, and make sure you post an iTunes review. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope you are enjoying tonight's show. We've covered a lot of topics in a short period of time. We hit infidelity, we hit polyamory, polygamy, bigamy, any other emies? Igamies. <laughs> Igamies. <laughs> All the igamies. Pygmies. No, wait, that's a tribe. <laughs> Igmo? No, that's that's something else. Igmo. Yeah, there's a comedian that <laughs> called stupid people Igmos. <laughs> oh, don't know that one. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to answer a couple of quick viewer, viewer questions. Viewers. Listener questions. We're not on the damn TV here, JD. Come on. Not with you sitting naked, we're not. <laughs> we could be. <laughs> I told you earlier, America needs to see this. <laughs> All right, let's take a couple of a quick uh, emails we got here. Uh, Jay writes in, you guys did that special on anal, but didn't talk too much about guys receiving. Mm. Is that not acceptable? I think it's perfectly Absolutely acceptable. Absolutely it's acceptable. No, we really didn't spend much time on it, though. No, we didn't. Um, and that's probably... Lack of experience. Lack of experience, yeah. Lack of research. Um, we've played a little bit back there. You've, I don't know, a finger or two. Yeah, <laughs> not two. Just one. Just one. Yeah, and that was a, it was a while ago. I mean, we haven't done it in a long time. So Yeah, but it's However, very pleasurable for yeah, men. The, the massaging of the prostate is a very, very orgasmic area on a male um it is an intense orgasm when you have that going on and you also have manipulation of the junk penis <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah absolutely go for it it is you know uh, there's a stigma attached to it that guys just oh i can't do that it's gay well no it's not no it's not it's pleasure if it feels good do it right you had that button put back there for a reason. That's right. <laughs> that button. <laughs> yeah. Push that button. And, you know, then you get your prostate exam out of the way, too. <laughs> Hopefully your your partner's a doctor. Yeah. There you go. So, no, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Enjoy it. Uh, experiment with it. Just be careful, like we always say. Yeah. So, um, here is a tip, though. 
don't, while your doctor is giving you a prostate ga- exam, don't start playing with yourself. <laughs> Trust me, I've had a prostate exam. There is absolutely nothing <laughs> sexy about that. If you get turned on in that situation, well, <laughs> you have some fierce doctor fetishes or something. <laughs> it is not sexy at all. All right, next uh, question comes from Kim. Kim writes in, Carmen, you talk about being uncomfortable with public nudity. Does it bother you when JD walks around naked? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question because you really, it does make you uncomfortable when people get naked in public. It does. Flash their tits or whatever. Yeah, call me a prude, whatever. I'm not calling you a prude at all. It's just that's the way you feel about it, so... Um, I am a self-proclaimed nudist. <laughs> I walk around naked a lot. Does it bother you? When we're here at home, no. Okay. As long as our blinds are closed. Nah, I don't care if they are or not. But yeah, <laughs> no. If it's if it's the middle of the day, and our blinds are open, I don't care because you can't see in the window. Right. When it's dark outside and our house is lit up like a damn Christmas tree. <laughs> Different story. It makes me very un- right. that makes me uncomfortable. But you're pretty respectful about closing the blinds. Well, yeah, we've got neighbors and they've got small kids, so they don't <laughs> don't want to scar them for life. Right. That doesn't bother me. Okay. Well, thank you for answering that question. If you guys have a question you'd like us to answer on air, shoot us an email. It's Midwest Threesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest the number three sum at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook. Midwest Menage a Trois is the page. And uh, you can message us on there or send us an email and we'll talk about it. Send us topics, too. We, we are always looking for show topics. Or if you'd like to be a guest on our show, hit us up. Is that it? We done? We good? We're good. We are going to wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. We will be back with an all-new show next week. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>